0: This is Steal This Sermon, number 197, Gresham's Law. Since almost no one has ever heard of Gresham's Law, let's start off with it. It is only eight words. Bad money drives good money out of circulation. That seems simple enough, doesn't it? But it has a powerful meaning, as we shall see. But to get there, let's start with my three favorite moments in Jesus' ministry that involved money. Okay, here we go. Number one, his recognition of the value and the sacredness of the widow's might. And number two, his whipping of the money changers in the temple. I have always liked that one. And number three, his interaction with those slimy Pharisees about Caesar's coin. They asked Jesus if it was okay to pay the imperial tax to Caesar with this coin. Well, Jesus asked them to see the coin. Then he asked them, whose image and whose name are on the coin? And they answered back that it's Caesar, of course. And Jesus said to them, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give back to God what is God's. That is an absolute hall of fame answer that we should ponder every single day. We would see how small Caesar's realm is and how huge God's realm is. And that, my friends, is the lead-in to another coin and to the deep truth of Gresham's Law, an idea first articulated 500 years ago. I have in my hand a 2022 Jefferson nickel. To refresh your memory, Gresham's Law is bad money drives good money out of circulation. Okay, buckle up. Here we go. A U.S. dime has two cents worth of metal in it. That metal is worth far less than the 10-cent face value. Only the most foolish of fools would melt a dime to have two cents worth of metal. This is not so with the lowly nickel. Because of the explosive growth of batteries used in everything from smartphones to Teslas, the demand for and the price of nickel, which is a key battery ingredient, has also risen many fold. Now the metal value of this five cent coin, which is 25% nickel, is now worth eight cents. That is a 60% premium over face value. Even a government bureaucrat is not stupid enough to keep doing this. Hustlers will gather them and melt them for a tidy profit and the U.S. would then have to spend more and more to coin more and more nickels that more and more people would melt. As sure as the sun rises in the East, at some point soon, the mint will switch from nickel to a cheaper metal like Steel or zinc. They may be some dumb, but they ain't plumb dumb. At this point, Gresham's law will kick in. Now there will be two kinds of nickels in circulation. One is worth five cents at the store and has two cents worth of metal in it. The other is worth five cents at the store, but it has eight cents or more worth of metal in it. So if you go to Speedy Mart with both of them, You get five cents worth of candy. Which one would you use? With the 2022 coin, you gave the clerk eight cents for five cents worth of candy. So, the old nickels start to disappear into a kiln and on into a battery. Gresham's law is fulfilled. Bad money, the two-cent nickel, has driven good money, the eight-cent nickel, out of circulation. Like magic, shazam, it's gone. This is simple, this is obvious, this is true. I myself lived this story in the late 1960s. The mint had stopped making silver dimes and quarters in 1966 as the value of silver in each coin had become higher than the face value of each coin. I took the $100 that I had in the bank and I asked the bank for a $100 bag of quarters. They gave them to me. I put them in the basket of my bike, I went home, And I sorted the old silver ones from the new ones. At first, about 60% of the quarters were silver. I would then take my 240 quarters to a coin dealer in St. Paul. He would pay me 30 cents for each silver quarter. So my profit was $12. I would repeat the cycle, now able to buy $112 worth of quarters at the bank, and on and on and on. By 1970, I had made thousands of dollars, and I now got $1 for each quarter. But things had changed. By now, the pond had been pretty well fished out. And the silver coin percentage that I was able to find was now not 60%, but 2 or 3%. Eventually, no longer worth my time. Bad money had driven good money out of circulation. You will never find a silver quarter in circulation in 2022 that's gresham's law great story tom you may say but so what excellent question try this bad fill in the blank drives good fill in the blank out of circulation okay this statement is very close to being a universal truth unless we break the chain and that's what we're here for. Let's think about this idea in terms of just two examples. Example number one, company A makes blouses in Bloomington. It makes a good product. It pays good wages. Company B makes blouses in Bangladesh. It pays slave wages which drives down its costs. It makes a product of equal quality which it sells at a lower price. Company B drives company A out of business or company A morphs into company B. Horrible employment practices gave company B a competitive advantage. Gresham's Law. Bad labor practices drive good labor practices out of business. Example number two, drug company A makes a good product, which it markets aggressively and ethically. Company B makes an equivalent product its sales force is encouraged to bribe doctors to prescribe their product. Product A loses market share and shrinks. Product B thrives. Bad ethics have driven good ethics out of business. Gresham's law once again. I'm sure you can easily come up with five more examples from cheating in sports to steroid use to plagiarizing and on and on and on. Unless we break the chain unless we break the chain that is what we are meant to do so let us revisit our buddies the pharisees who heard the message from jesus give back to caesar what is caesar's give back to god what is god's they seem to have heard the caesar part and really absorbed it but somehow missed the god part now how did that work out for them well their moment of choice came very shortly thereafter when they watched as Pilate waffled on Jesus' fates. What did they say? Almost identical to the first part of that. We have no king but Caesar. We have no king but Caesar. They remembered to give back to Caesar, but they forgot about God. What did they owe God? Their answer seems to have been nothing. Fools. How do we break the chain that they were in? How do we recognize what belongs to Caesar, the practical humdrum realm of our lives? How do we recognize the primacy of God's realm, which is all the stuff that matters? Let's circle back to those three stories of Jesus and money. Jesus recognizes that the value of the widow's pence was not tiny, it was huge. We need to do the same. We need to give of our very selves. And we need to reward people that do give of their very selves. Doing this is greater than any prize, than any achievement. Number two, Jesus whips the money changers. We need to whip the money changers in our world who use shady practices, as did the men in the temple. And finally, we need to recognize that like Caesar's coin, Caesar's part of the world is both small and transient. By contrast, God's path for us is eternal and of infinite value. It is our job to overthrow Gresham's law in our lives, if not in metal values. It is our job to live God's law, the law of love, where good living drives a lesser life out of our world. Amen. Alleluia.